Welcome to the Reality of Herbal Therapy podcast, episode 73, Your Interconnected Head. So yesterday, um, my daughter called Lynn and um, was asking her some questions. Her baby was really, really not comfortable. He's so sad. And you always feel bad when your grandkids are not happy. And so he's teething. He's four months old. Yeah, four months old. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, huh? Um, so he's four months old and he's teething. And he and my daughter was just kind of like at her wit's end. She didn't know what to do for him. She tried all sorts of things and trying to help him. And um, so Lynn had suggested treating his ears. Um, so the way we treat ears and um, with a baby... Basically, you just have to put you just use the oil part, but for someone older um, to treat ears. So, like anytime you have any pressure in your ears, um, or you know pain or discomfort in your ears, you can do this. Um, and Lynn's always had problems with her ears, and she does it quite often. So she would pour you pour um, I can't remember what it was, hydrogen peroxide. So you get hydrogen peroxide and pour that into your ear. And um, you just drop a little, you know, get a little, like a capful. Um, and if you're sensitive to cold, you can like put it on a spoon and um, kind of warm it up or something so that um, when you pour it into your ear, it doesn't, um, you know, especially if it's sore or anything like that. Um, so you just pour, you know, and it's like less than a teaspoon, but you want to fill up your ear canal with that hydrogen peroxide and let it sit there for a while. And it's going to bubble. It'll bubble a lot, um, especially if it's there's infection or a lot of um, earwax in there. Um, the nice thing about using the peroxide is it softens up earwax, um, but hydrogen peroxide also draws out infection. So if you have infection in your ear or anything like that, it will draw out the infection and into the, into the liquid. Um, so you put that the hydrogen peroxide in one ear, um, and let and lay on it lay on it so you're laying on your head have the peroxide in your ear pointing up and let it sit for a while and then put a rag over top of it and then you turn over and do the other pour peroxide into the other ear now the thing about peroxide is it's going to strip a whole lot of stuff out, like all of the earwax and everything essential out of your ears um, so after you do the other ear um, and let that bubble for a few minutes um, put a towel or something there and turn your head over and let that drain. And then you put um, a good ear oil in your ear. Um, and so that's what my daughter did was she put ear oil in my grandson's ear. Um, and you want something that's got garlic, mullein, golden seal, if you can find it. Um, those are always really good. Um, and if you can't find ear oil, it's really easy to make. So just get some um, olive oil and um, some garlic out of your kitchen. Um, mullein grows pretty much all over the place, but if you can't find it, you can just get a little bit at your health food store and um, get a little tiny bottle. Um, we like using one ounce dropper bottles, um, and that's usually what ear oil comes in. Um, and so you just um, cut your garlic into like, like if it's a clove of garlic, cut it into like two or three pieces stick it in the bottle, put the mullein in there, and um, basically you just leave it for four or five days, um, and that'll last you for about six months. 
Um, and if you have access to golden seal, either from your health food store or whatever, put a little bit of that in there and just let it set in the in the olive oil and kind of like let it steep for two or three days before you use it. Um, and doing that can make a huge difference in your ears. And so like my with my grandson, um, a couple hours after my daughter treated his ears, he was feeling a lot better. So the thing about treating the ears is that everything in your head is connected through your sinuses. Um, so through your nose, um, it goes up into the sinuses, which then drain down into your throat. Your ears drain into your throat. Everything is interconnected. Um, so whenever allergies or any upper respiratory thing comes along, Lynn always um, talks about you want to treat everything. Because if you only treat one ear, it's going to chase it down. Like whatever it is, is going to drop down into your throat. And when it drops down into your throat, it could drop and go into your other ear or up into your sinuses. Um, and so Dr. James is always talking about, you know, you don't want to be doing the round and round with it. So when whenever you have something going on, um, he would always say, just treat everything, the ears, the nose and the throat, because you don't want to give whatever it is you're chasing around. You don't want to give it a place to hide. You want to get rid of it. Um, so treating the ears. So to treat the nose, um, what we always would suggest is a good herbal salve, something like Comfrey Gold. Um, salve and if you don't have that marshmallow salve um, will work also but um, get a q-tip and there's a lot of other places you can get salves that, that are really good too um, but so you get a q-tip and get a bit of salve on it and um, then you swab the inside of your nose um, and you know depending on how brave you are and how deep you you can put it for me it it hurts and I hate it. Um, so, you know, it, it, when it comes down to swabbing my nose, I don't do it very often, um, but I, I like knowing that I have it. And Lynn will do it quite often um, as she needs it, but it's swabbing your nose um, also basically gives moisture. If you're, if you have a, you know, if you have a runny nose or dripping from your nose, um, that actually means that your, your sinuses are trying to lubricate it. Um, so swabbing your nose actually makes a huge difference with runny nose or anything like that because you're trying to your body's trying to lubricate it and so swabbing the nose will help with that. And if you can, um, so quite often when I swab my nose, I do it at night because then um, you swab your nose and you lay down um, because as an herbal salve, um, it's basically an herbal salve is olive oil um, that has the herbs in it and then uh, beeswax. So the beeswax will basically slowly melt and then you've got that olive oil to coat the inside of your nose. Um, so like doing the, air, the oil in your ears, that salve on your nose um, will help and it, it goes to coat and then the herbs are there and they can be absorbed in through, you know, through your mucuses and stuff, the through your nose or, or whatever and to help take care of whatever issue you've got going on. Um, so, and for throat, um, a very common thing that we like to do is um, an herbal tea, especially something with um, sage in it, um, because the way the vitamins and the things in sage will instantly, as you drink it, will coat the outside, the will coat along your throat 
and it it helps with inflammation and soreness or anything like that. Um, so good herbal tea. And then, um, of course, to take herbs. Um, hay as infection are always really important. Um, if you have anything with the ears, the nose, or the throat, hay as will help with that. Um, because basically hay as gives your body the nutrients it needs to make your upper respiratory areas um, to give it what it needs to be healthy. Um, so that it can overcome whatever is bothering it. Um, so that's kind of the th things I wanted to talk about. Ear, nose, and throat. Don't go around. Because if you just treat one, like if you just treat your ear and it goes to your throat, then you're going to treat your throat. And then it's going to go up into your um, sinuses in your nose and then it'll chase it to your ear. So do all three, all, all the, like if you're treating one, treat all three. Um, that's Lynn's always saying, treat all three. You don't want to be, you want to, you don't want to be chasing it. You want to like grab it and stop it and um, not let it get too far. Um, another thing, herb to take is, uh, herbal formula to take is infection. If you've got um, infection or if you think you might have an infection um, or even if it's not infected um, but you're wanting to take something to prevent it from becoming infected. Um, so like Dr. James says asthma is a result of um, having your too much drainage from your sinuses going down into your lungs and it puts a lot of pressure on your lungs and it builds up a lot of stuff and then you you have a hard time with your lungs and that's um, one of the causes of asthma. So if you if, if your body is, is dealing with allergies and you have a whole lot of mucus and things going on and you just ignore it and just let it go, um, there's a good chance that it can turn into an infection. Um, especially in the sinuses and stuff, um, because the thing, the reason we have allergies, the itchy eyes, the the water, the runny nose, and everything, is there is a toxin that something to our body that is toxic. So whether it's a pollen or something like that, and your body um, wants to get rid of it, it's doing all that it can to get rid of it. Um, so. Um, if that toxin builds up and your body can't get rid of it and it gets overwhelmed, that's where an infection starts, um, whether it's a sinus infection, ear infection, um, things like that, because we're, we're breathing in those toxins and stuff. So um, infection is really helpful um, to help build up your system. Uh, so like if you've had out al if you have allergies that go on for a long time um, taking just one or two infection along with the hayaz really helps to kick it up because then not only is your body dealing has what it needs to deal with the upper respiratory issue um, but it also has what it needs to help clear out those toxins and get rid of um, you know that buildup inside um, I hope this was really helpful if you have any questions let me know and we will talk to you later It is not the intent of professional herbal instruction or any persons associated therewith to diagnose or prescribe. The intent is only to offer herbal information for your consideration. In the event you use this information without your doctor's approval, you are prescribing for yourself, which is your God-given right. But professional herbal instruction or any persons associated herewith assume no responsibility. The claims and statements made on this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.